So welcome to week two of FPL Faf with Jez, Jack and Jim. I'm Jez. I'm Jack. And I'm Jim. So guys, it's week yes, two. Cut, like Jeremy, it, who, who did you cut I, in? Who did you cut I, in? I'm not, even, I'm not even done introducing the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't told all of our thousands of listeners who we're actually, who we're talking about this week. What? So for our listeners out there, the golden rule is look at the fixtures, look at who's at home, and make away. make your captain choice accordingly. I did not follow the rules, and consequently, I vice captained Mo Salah, who scored a hat trick, and consequently, I feel like killing myself. Oh, raw. Um, yeah, James. No, fair, who, fair. Did, who, on, did, um, who? James. Who did you captain? I I captain Salah because you know he was at home to a newly promoted side. Uh, Leeds were incredible. That the, the game was like one of the best games I've seen for a long time. But yeah, he scored a hat trick. We all discussed in the in the previous post where you know he is on the pens and it's man. Over I, away. I even said that. And I said that. Yeah. Why and, did and I not listen to myself? So, yeah. Get wrecked, Jez. Get wrecked. Oh. Um, but yeah, so I captain Salah, and I rice captained Aubameyang, um, and yeah, I'm very, very happy with uh, with how it turned out. I did you exactly the same move. The one thing, yeah. the one thing I definitely wanted to stress was, if you didn't captain Salah, I don't think, and in all seriousness, because I would love to go on a rant of making jokes about Jeremy not captaining Salah. Um, <laughs> But I wouldn't feel too disheartened. I looked at him and his stats. You take away those penalties. He had a very average game. I don't think he was Liverpool's best Mm. player. I know they won. I know he scored three out of four goals. He was not their best player. I wouldn't be too disheartened. But the one thing that is clear, um, you know, not just from this game, but probably sets a precedent for going forward, is you're talking about a player who, yes, he is 12 million. But he's had three seasons in a row of over 200 points. He's now on penalties for the Premier League champions. He's going to have these kind of game weeks where he might, doesn't even matter if he doesn't play well, he's going to be raking in the points. 100%. We'll get to what our points were later on in in, in the pod. But he's given me 40 points on game week one straight off the bat. And he didn't have a good game. But the the difference in 40 points, I know some teams who haven't even got 40 points at all. You know, they haven't even got close to that. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, so, so, then, so there's mistakes, and then there's then there's those people who didn't Smoked. have Mo Salah at all, and that's that's next level. Come on, right. I mean, they might be playing a different tactic. You know, with uh, with United and City coming in, which I don't want to change the topic just yet. We will get back onto that, um, which is huge. Um, yeah. So Mo Salah, forty points, and he didn't have a good game, and here I am feeling like an idiot. But besides yeah, Mo Salah, should, is, it, it, is he? It's easy to talk about him. I mean, how um, how how did everyone's first game week go? So uh, I will just jump in here. Sorry, Jess. Um, like yeah, no, I do okay. all the time. Um, and like, so you know, I was talking about Lascelles, and I butchered his name the first the first pod, and you know, I did panic, sort of literally panic by it. And, I, and I changed him out last minute before the start of the game week for Walker Peters mistake uh big mistake I also I also took out Gabriel for John Egan 
huge, huge mistake. He's on minus Bigger one right mistake. now. And, oh. you know, I'm telling you right now, I have already made my transfer for game week two. Um, literally after the first game, and this confirms it, and I have taken out John Egan. Uh, might be a bit wow. rash at the moment, but um, I'm confident, and it's for the long term. Um, he's out, and I doubt I'm going to bring him back in. And also, um, do you know really? debate? Yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm debating to take out, um, actually to do a minus eight, um, oh, minus eight points to, to get a couple more transfers in. Without look at their I, I fixtures though. The just yet. Look at Sheffield's fixtures. They've got they've got Villa, then they've got Leeds in the next two game weeks. You sure? Yeah. Well, it's already done now. I've locked in. Not oh, o- not only that. I mean, Arsenal as as good as they were game week one. I, I actually do as a as an Arsenal fan. I'm hoping that we do have a good season. But the next game is West Ham. I think we'll keep another clean sheet. It's West Ham are going yeah. down. Yep. After mm-hmm. that, Liverpool, Sheffield United, City, Leicester, Man U. That is a pretty awful next five games. I, I'd be hesitant to get in a, in a defender for that run. Um, yep. But actually, in, at the same time, I'm kind of contradicting myself because I'm looking to keep a Bamniang for, well, probably the majority of the season, really. He's that yeah, good. Um, yeah. So I'm contradicting myself there. But it's, it's a bold move to make, Jim, especially minus eight at this stage. Yeah. I think it's, I, I, yeah. I think it's a difference. I, I think that uh, it's different with defenders and with midfielders, like someone like Aubameyang, it doesn't matter how they're playing. It doesn't matter if they're getting thrashed. You know, if he gets on the ball, he's liable to do something, you know? Yeah. And he, he's, you know, clean sheets are nice for him because now he's a midfielder, but really you've got Aubameyang in because he scores goals. So Jez, um, tell me a little bit more about what you're planning for game week two. You've obviously had a shocker. Uh, there were mentions mm-hmm. of a wild card, but I'd like to know kind of where you're at with your thinking right now. So, okay, here's my thing. Like, I, I've been I've been playing this through in my head, and there's a few different variations of this. And you sent me fir- so many, so many pictures. Yeah, already. look, so look there's pictures. there's at least six different there's at least six <laughs> different wildcard teams that I could be lining up with. So, th- th- on the one hand, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I still had an okay week. I didn't captain Salah, and that's cost me. But you know, that that's not the end of the world. It's it is a long season. I'll I'll get back there, and at least I had him in my side in the first place. But I can I can either play my wild card now, which is very risky if I should get any injuries, and you know because th- then if I play my wild card, I'll be looking to have two or three absolute garbage players in my team, and I'm going to get huge on my midfield. So my thinking, if I do that, is in the midfield I've got Kevin De Bruyne, Salah, Aubameyang, uh, Fernandez, and Greenwood. But then that means that the rest of my team is bare. What a big then, five in there. I mean, there's no question. Like, I, I, I dread to think what the defense and strikes look like, but... I know. Do you think, chat? do you think Jez is like cutting himself a bit thin there? Like going all in that way? I mean, I hear what he's saying. I know, Jez, I get it. But like... So, I, I so yes, I, I do. You, the, all, all I'll say is the season's 38 games, game weeks long. Mm-hmm. You have two wild cards... And you can use the second wild card from game week 17 onwards. So you've got 16 mm-hmm. game weeks to consider playing a wild card. You know, law of averages, you play it on game week eight and chances are you'll be fine. To play it on game week two, for me, feels rash for anyone. But unless you've picked Ben Chilwell... David Luiz, you know, players who were like injured and actually got, couldn't play and got zero points, then I'd say absolutely why are you not doing it already? But I think 
I would certainly wait a few more weeks to see how things pan out. You know, like I, I, if, if you captained Salah, I don't think you'd be even considering a wild card, um, mm. which is not, I mean, for me, not a reason to do a wild card if you're looking at a captain choice. So, so my, my reasoning is this. You know, I said last week on the, on the podcast that immediately following the Liverpool game that I was going to get Salah out and I was going to get Son out and I would get See, Kevin De Bruyne and I would get Fernandez in. I think it's a mistake but to get him he, out. he's just gone and scored a hat-trick and I can't take him out now, can I? I mean, well, I, you, I can. mean you, you, you can. You can. And there are a lot of that's, options. That's playing with fire, though. He's he's on pens. He He's, on, he's yeah. on pens for Liverpool. And I look at their attack. You've got Firmino, Mane, Salah himself. Like These are tricky players and quite often... Mm-hmm. Look, look at Vardy, especially with VAR. Vardy again, similar situation. Scored two goals yesterday. Um, that's, both, that's an important both, point. Both from VAR, you got to be VAR, looking at the players who play, play a huge who role. Take pens for their club. It's, it's important. Um, yeah, you know, we're going to see a lot more of that this season. Yeah, Bruno Fernandez, as good as he was last season, a lot of his goals came from pens. Um, but that's that's the thing, though. You know, get him in not because he's necessarily the best player or because you know he creates everything, even though he kind of does but because he's on pens. And so that, that's why I'm really trying to look at maxing out my midfield and having just players who either take free kicks in dangerous positions or they're on pens. For sure. I think for me, it's like trusting your decision-making. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're yeah, smart. You have to go with you, the gut, man. You've you got, you go go go. you got to go with your gut, 100%. I, for me personally, I, I've had a number of shit game weeks over you know the years of him playing FBL, but I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't probably wouldn't let it sway me so much that I want to completely change the whole of my team. But more importantly, it's not even changing the team for, for no minus points. It's using the most valuable chip in the game at such an yeah. early stage. If, if For me, it feels rash, but you it's know, a big th- th- gamble. this is the beauty of the game, you know? It is a big gamble, but, you know... Have you made I, I, your I, first transfer already? Your free first transfer already? Because I recommend doing I that have not. before your wild card anyway. Because it's like a, I don't know you're going to lose that free transfer anyway, so why not use it? Yeah, I mean, well, I, the, the other thing is, if I'm not going to use it, then I'm just going to bank that transfer, and then oh, yeah. you yeah. know, in game have week three, team, if yeah. I if I want to make a double switch, because the issue I've got at the moment is the only players I can get out to get in either um, Fernandez or Kevin De Bruyne is Salah and Aubameyang. So I, I need to make a double switch. Well, it depends. If, Do you if think Salah's going to happen. turn up um, away to Chelsea? Honestly, probably not. I But, you know, I, you can never count him out. You, you just don't know what Liverpool is going to do. And I, I don't think Liverpool were particularly good against Leeds. And I don't think they've been particularly good in any of their preseason games. And if I'm being honest, I think they're probably looking at third or fourth place this year. Okay. You know... You think Liverpool I think are going to finish Ch- fourth this year? That is a huge claim at this stage. <laughs> I well, mean, I hope it's third, fifth, third or fourth. But, you know. In in my mind, it's going to be City. Then it's going to be Chelsea. I think Chelsea's probably be up there. Yeah. Then probably Liverpool and then Everton. Arsenal. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Heard it here nope. first. Yeah, you heard it here first, and it's the only time <laughs> that it will be said. Yep. <laughs> I, th- I mean that 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 that's a huge show. at this stage of the season. I think. Uh, again, I go back to pens. I, I don't want it to be, you know, something that we talk about because that's not always, it's not always the case. But you know, yeah. you, Salah, Fernandez, Vardy, like there's enough examples to yep. make that seem something that you should probably bring in your into your decision making. You know, all the underlying stats are important, but whoever's on pens is, is quite often 
quite often someone to, to consider. I, I would I would leave Salah and Abamyang there. You know, Abamyang for the last two seasons has been golden boot. He's going to be there yep. for the third season as well. Um, they're in trouble. I guess that, that, that's, that's my thing. But if only, I can if I can keep those two as my mainstays and also have Kevin De Bruyne and Fernandez, I've got the the four hottest players in the league. Completely. You mean th- this and season? I, to be honest, season might... I don't see the season being a defenders season. No, yeah, I agree. I think this. I always like to, and we talked about it on the last pod. I quite like having a four, at least a four-four-two, where I'm happy mm-hmm. to play both. I'm ha- I'm happy to play two strikers, four midfielders, or four defenders. But I think that's on its head this season. Like the number of what we would deem to be classified strikers that are now midfielders is, yeah, you know, now you've got to try and fit in. Bamniang, Salah, Rashford, Hazard, Kevin De Bruyne, Fernandez. Like how the how the hell do you fit all of those in? Like you, you can't. Um yep. which which makes the one striker option a little bit more appealing. But I don't know, it's the so flexibility J- I like. James, uh Jim, you've gone for the one striker option, haven't you? I have, I have, and it's worth Is that something you're gonna hold on to? Um depending on what the Chelsea uh result will be like um tonight. Um, because yeah, to for the listeners, the Chelsea game has not happened yet, and so yeah, depending on how they perform, how habits and how Werner play for me, um, yeah, it will depend on you know my next transfers and if I do, um, even I might even consider doing a wild card myself, which I know is uh, we just we just we just discussed and it's just ruined rash, me but, for even contemplating it. Um, I'm contemplating depending on if, if like if they don't. You know, if Havertz does not start, but like, why spend up to eighty million on a player and don't and don't play him straight away? Um, yeah, you know. So, I guess that the, the thing is with Chelsea, they've got enough in their midfield to keep them going. You know, if you want to just give him a couple of weeks to integrate with the team. Yeah, um, I think they're going to start him very nicely. Um, I, I honestly, I think I'm good. I'm, even if they, even if Werner doesn't like, I don't know, get a goal or assist or, or even has a poor game, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt for the time being. And yeah, keep to be honest, at, at nine and a half, I think he's a good price, and I think he will do well over the course of the season. Yeah, I, um, I would be, I would be keeping sure. him in my team for the whole year, and he's, he's probably gonna start unless he has a terrible start and doesn't, doesn't get a goal in his first ten. Yeah, we'll see. I'm which looking, I don't I'm, think is likely. I'm looking for, for next week. I'm looking at getting rid of one of my defenders. I've already got rid of Egan, so that's like already done. My free chance is gone. I'm looking at getting rid of another defender and a midfielder. So um, this this brings us to the second golden rule. Mm-hmm. Don't take a minus four or a minus eight. Yes. Um, Don't do it. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have yeah, to. And very occasionally. But you have to realize, though, if I if you take a minus four and a minus eight with the people that you're getting in and you're bringing them in for a reason for them to actually turn up, um, if they turn up, then, you know, it makes it worthwhile, you know, so. Well, sure. But, you know, more often than not, the difference between the two players that you bring in and the two players that you had before, unless one of them's injured, is not going to be four well, points. I'm not you, Jez. So the ones I bring in actually turn up and the ones that... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the ones I take out are, are going to be shit. Um, having said that, I did screw up on two of my eleven, so I'll have to eat some of those words so myself. I'm, two out of I'm, eleven, though, is pretty. It's pretty good, Jim. You know, to yeah. have have nine yeah. do a solid one for you is good. I actually wanted to talk quickly about who you thought, I and mean, we kind of touched upon it already. But who do you think did well in game week one? I'm, I'm actually looking right now at the top transfers in um, for this particular game week. I'm going to mm-hmm, go for. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just list out the top ten players. Nothing more Do than it. that. Just their names. Number one, all the way down to ten. 
Bamford, De Bruyne, Willian, mm. Gabriel, Salah, mm-hmm. Fernandez, Wilson, Tyrek Mitchell, Martial, and James Justin. Like the majority mm-hmm. of those have played and, and they played in game week one, they did well. Yeah. The interesting A lot of them are just jumping on the bandwagon for them for turning up in the first game, you know? They yeah. are. So so for I, I think- De Bruyne and Fernandez and Martial to be to have not even played yet. How many managers have got in there early to say these are the players that I want for the long term? It's smart. They should do that. Yeah. But I guess it is smart. not and for the sacrifice process. for Salah. Yeah, no. Well, actually, let's have a look at that. So I've, I've just listed out the top 10 transfers in now. Unless you do uh, it just for this one game week. Well, for sure. And now I can have, I can kind of com- I'll, I'll, uh, cross comparison yeah. that to who's gone out. So again, mm-hmm. 1 to 10, Son, with a, mm-hmm. a, a staggering 130,000 players have got him out already. That's 20, that is 24 hours after Tottenham have played. I find that amazing. Um, I, mean, I, I think, yeah, not, I think if, if, everyone followed the same strategy. But also, everyone followed the same strategy as us. He was only there because he was the most expensive, decent player you could get, knowing that you can't get any City or United players. Also, guys, I don't know why. Sorry, I'm, I'm going I'm to stop yeah. everyone right now. I don't know why. Everton fucking won. They beat... Spurs at home. Fuck you all. <laughs> sorry, oh. not sorry. Um, I, you know, I, I it, yep. you know, at cost to my own FPL as well. Um, I had Son. I didn't. I didn't back on any Everton players because it's just too real for me. Um, at least you didn't have yeah, Doherty in I'm your like side. I'm like super, super, so, super stoked. So, no, so, so happy. But I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read out the, the top, uh, the top ten who have yeah. been ejected. So, I find this interesting because. Um, there's four. There's, there's actually four players in this top ten who are in my team right now, and I've had a very good week. So they are Son, Alexander Arnold, Mane, Danny Ings, Mitrovic, Aubameyang, Antonio, Doherty, Saka, um, sorry, Jez, and Harry Kane. <laughs> so you're you're so talking th- about some three of those massive, are very poor choices to get out. Um, Aubameyang, who scored, he's twelve. Uh, uh, twelve million. He's owned by forty seven percent of all of the six six million plus players and in, he's in the playing so at far. home to West Ham like um yeah I, that, that doesn't make any sense to me Mikhail and Antonio I totally understand you know West Ham are gonna have a less than good season yeah I'm I think he's gonna right struggle he he's got my armband he's got my armband for this he, game week as well me at, at, really at, and for me as well uh, he is my captain this week for sure hang I've on got, no, sorry uh, Aubameyang not Antonio Aubameyang. Oh, sorry Aubameyang yeah, yeah. yes Yes. I, I thought you were saying Antonio. I was like, geez. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I've gone for him. Yeah. I've gone for him. Like, why would you not? I mean, look, look at Salah last yep. week. I captained Salah solely because he was playing at home. And I know that fans play a part, but ever, no, ever Liverpool at home last yep. season were <laughs> phenomenal. But, you know, with fans, without it's, fans. It's interesting. Like, after, um, after Project Restart at home, you know, but before it looked like an absolute fortress, but now people are just going in there and scoring goals. It completely. I mean, it's, it's yeah, seven they've goals got no defence, which I'm happy, so happy about. I, I I don't know how so much has changed. Like Van Dyke looked very, very average, but he scored as well. I'm just yeah, saying, he, yeah, but th- that, that has, nothing to, in that has nothing to do with him playing the game. That's I'll, I'll you know, he's in. he's tall and hard to defend. Yeah, no, he is, he is. But like, they, yeah, it was a shocker. They no no in in Liverpool needs like there was literally zero defence happening. 
Oh, honestly. They were a mess. I mean, now, I mean, who have they got up next? I mean, they got Chelsea at, of Chelsea. course, Chelsea away. So it's a tough. I think we should talk about next week's fixtures, fixtures now. So mm-hmm. we'll go in. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Just to just to go back to what you said um, on the, the the top 10 that are, that are being transferred out, Jack. So mm. funny enough, the top two on that list are the exact two who I want to, I'm looking to get out. And that is Alexander-Arnold. And son, and who I'm looking to get in to potentially do a, a minus eight um, will be Lucas Dean and Fernandez. Okay. Wow, Whoa, that I'm yeah. jealous of that. I think okay. Luca Dean last season I was I was pro Luca Dean. I had him. I've had him in my year the, the season before, and he was on yeah. three kicks. Everton were looking good at the back. He got bonus point potential. Like he was someone mm-hmm. who would just rake in the, 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 the <laughs> He's few so little consistent kind of season. Back, back pocket point exactly back pocket points that you'd hope uh, you know would carry you through. He was very good yeah. last season. I mean, everything <laughs> were a mess. If he turns a corner, he would be someone who I would have my eye on. Absolutely, his attacking returns are phenomenal. And the, at the, six million, it's like much I'll, better I'll than definitely 7.5. Be, I'll definitely be monitoring how Everton go in the next few games because, like, I. I sort of wrote them off, but you know they've 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 had a decent transfer window, and now they're looking a bit more solid. You know, if they can if they can keep that consistency for two or three more weeks, I'll probably be getting them in. Well, I with, with so, good man. reason, right? They they were they were poor last season, and Ancelotti came in halfway through, and he just about kind of steadied the ship. But also, yeah. they knew they were going to finish mid table, so they weren't trying for anything this time round. You know, they've already got off to a winning start against Tottenham away from home. That's a huge result. It's, it's That's a huge, massive. Yeah. Massive result. Tottenham, you know, they haven't been champions, you know, Champions League um, contenders in my eyes for for a long time. Even despite making the final two years ago, I thought they were so lucky to get on that run. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, to to, abs- to 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 be there and actually, you know, p- put them toe to toe. Everton were fantastic. The goal did change the game, um, but they were great off the bat. I mean, Everton, they've got West Brom at home this this coming week. You've exactly. got to think that's, think that's, 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 well, think that's yeah. goals, goals, goals. Yeah. Yeah, and a clean sheet, hopefully. So that, should, should we just go through and list off uh, the results that we think are going to happen this week? Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. So let, let's start. Everton, West Brom. Everton. I really, from, you know, I what's, really What's the score, Jim? So. What's I, the score, Jim? I, I want it to be 3-0. It, you know, I think West Brom might score. So let's okay. go 3-1. I Everton. think it's going to be 3-0. I'm going to, I'm going to steal that from you, Jim. I think Everton are... Onto a winner, I think West Brom are going to. I mean, they're 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 down for me. I don't think at the back they're anywhere close to where they need to be for Premier League level. They haven't really reinforced. Um, I thought the fullbacks were poor. Um, Sam Johnson in goal, not he's not there. He's not quite at it. I think Everton will walk away with it. Hope yeah, so. totally. Hope for so. me, it's a for me, it's a two 0 win as well. I mm. I can't really see West West Brom getting on the board. Oh yeah, just going back to last uh, podcast, Jack, you called it with the three 0 on uh, for Leicester. You called that, yeah, yeah, did. yeah. No, I did. I, Leicester are a good team. I think they they finished really badly last season. After yeah. during mm-hmm. during the um, during the project restart, they they were poor. I think they had injuries across the pitch, a couple of suspensions. They just weren't really there for whatever reason. Um, mm. Brendan Brendan Rodgers is one of the best managers uh, in Europe for me. I think mm. he's fantastic. They, they've obviously locked Jamie Vardy down to a new contract. He seems to be getting better with age. I'm a big fan mm. of Harvey Barnes. He's someone I'm looking at. Um, yeah. he, he wasn't involved in any of the goals. Um, 
last week, but I, can't, I can see him definitely doing I that. I rate Barnes. And moving Madison. forward. And I, I definitely, player. I rate yeah. Barnes. Madison, yeah. Madison looked very tired and kind of poor towards the end of last season. It'll be interesting to see how he starts this season. And of course, he's, he's a free kick taker as well, which complete. can't be undervalued. I think what he's I wouldn't, missing I wouldn't now, underrate him, man. What, what he, what I, I can imagine running through his mind is he's looking at Harry Winks, Grealish, similar age group who are already in the England fold. He's not there, right? De- yep. Deli Ali, he's been there. He's kind of in and out of the England team. He's not right now. James Madison should be in there. And I feel like this season is going to be a big one for him, but he can pull the strings for Leicester. They, you know, they, they are very reliant on Jamie Vardy, which is something which, mm-hmm. you know, with a Champions League campaign that they've got this season as well, something that concerns me about getting him into my team. Um, but with Harvey Barnes, what you've got is someone who's young, energetic, keen to make an impression, and, and, and a bit like James Madison, he's actually interested in getting in the England fold as well. So I've got um, I've got a big, a big expectations for Leicester this year. And everyone's talking about who's going to break into the top four. Is it Chelsea United to join Liverpool and City? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ignore Leicester. I think they've got a very, very good I mean, squad. For me, I, I think. I think it comes down to the depth of the squad. And yeah, they've got a very good squad, but I don't think it's quite as deep as some of those other, you know, big teams. And sadly, because it's a little bit more of a condensed season, I think it's going to favour the real big hitters. You know, the ones who've got the money to spend. That's why I feel like a team like Chelsea is going to do so well this year, and I reckon Liverpool are going to struggle because, you know, Liverpool's first eleven. I think they could rival any team in the world, but beyond that. Apart from maybe in central midfield, there's not a whole lot there. You know, who, who's the backup striker? You've got Origi. Is he is he really I good enough Origi. to play for this? I'm sorry, I'm so bitter about Origi. Look, man, Origi is a club legend, and I think that they should build a statue of him outside <laughs> Anfield. But realistically, <laughs> unless it's the 93rd minute and you're up against Everton, you probably want a better player than than him to be your backup. Yeah. I'm, if, if I'm Liverpool, I'm probably looking at at Bournemouth and going, I'll take Josh King off your hands. Absolutely. Good player. Yeah, Proven. that's a good shout. Good shout. Don't know why so, Don't know why he's not gone. But yeah, going back to uh, the, the fixtures, uh, Leeds, Fulham, guys, what do you reckon? Leeds, I think this Fulham. is Leeds. I mean, I... It's going to be a good the, game, the, I think. The fact that Leeds put three game. past the reigning champions, I think is mm-hmm. a good feat for anyone, let alone a promoted side. Um, the, if, if, I'm, if I'm Scott Parker, the Fulham manager, these are the games that you need to win. You're playing a team who's also been promoted. You're kind of level level playing field. Absolutely. I I think he's going to be naive to the fact that Leeds are a much better team. I think Leeds will win this. I don't think it'll be much, you know, 2-0. You know, at at the most, it'll be a two-goal margin. But for Fulham, that'll be a real, real confidence breaker. Um, You know, they they need to win these games just to get some points on the board. They were humiliated by Arsenal on Saturday. Um, Arsenal yep. were fantastic. You know, if Leeds beat them again, uh, it's, it's very, very hard to motivate. It's going to be like brutal. I, so also, I also think Leeds are going to win. Let's let's talk about Mitrovic, Mitrovic just for a second because they started with uh, Kamara on the weekend and yeah, he I think was, was rubbish. I, I understand that uh, Mitrovic was coming back from international duty, but gee, when, when he came on towards the end of the game, they looked like a different team. He was getting shots off. He was holding up the ball. I didn't see any of that from Kamara. So... You know, it was a whilst, strange position to start him. I, I, to be honest, I, 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 I think I it was close to Fulham's preseason. I don't know whether he was banging in goals and he deserved it, or he had been with the squad longer. I'm not sure, but to to not start a striker who scored upwards of 25 goals in the Championship last season, and not only that, it's mad. It's was mad. proven in yeah, the Premier League mad. the season before. Yep. He was very, very good at scoring goals, and he's he's a talisman for Fulham. I, 
I mean, it was quite amusing personally for me to see a lot of people like Jez bring him into their team for game week one and he just not <laughs> starting him out. I, I was, because I was, he, will, I was he will start the next 37 so game weeks. So he will start that. every single week um, following this one, guaranteed. Yeah, he will. But he did he do well with Wilson, Jez. He did do well. I did. I got Wilson in and he was huge. Yeah. Him, Newcastle you know played really well. I was happy with that. He, he and Andy Carroll played off each other so well. I, yeah. Andy Carroll, that, that was, that was incredible. Say, he had a storming game. He, he, he did. Literally, throughout, was a machine. I think he's going to do. He's going to do more. He's going to be. He's going I, to be I, on it this season. You know what? And I, I hate Andy Carroll as a Liverpool supporter, but gee, you know, I, I think he could be a difference maker for for Newcastle this year if he stays healthy. You could, yep, literally pair him with Wilson. There's going to be goals. He looked very Because Wilson loves to get free off the side. All he needs is the service. Andy Carroll's going to give you some service, you know? Surprisingly, he was strong. And next up, we've got Man U versus uh, Crystal Palace. Palace. I don't think this will be as straightforward for United as they're probably anticipating. I know they're at home, first game of the season, want to get off to a good start. I was impressed by Palace last week. Yeah, I was. It was a game I wasn't, you know, I was not expecting them to win. Yeah, um, I, I don't think any of us were expecting that. No, I think we, we all, all went Southampton. We, we, we messed up on that one. But at but the do same you know time, what? how many times you, have we seen Crystal Palace win 1-0 at home? Like, that happened yeah. so yeah, but many I, times I just last looking at season. It, they've got so many defensive injuries at the moment. I just thought, surely they can't be rock solid and keep it clean. Must have been just like, but, you know, the lack of trouble, having, having the home advantage. But mm. let's be serious. United are going to destroy Palace. Yeah, just I totally agree. It's going to be three nil at minimum. They're going to run rampant. Honestly, I'm going to. I'm less. I'm going to say. I, I, I'm going to say two nil. Man, U at the most. It could even be one nil. But I'm going to go with two nil. Oh no! It's I, 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 honestly, I, I can't see Palace getting a look in. That there, there are going to be goals guaranteed. Next yeah. up, Arsenal West Ham. Arsenal West Ham. Um, Arsenal. The, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely I, I, I think we're all probably going to agree on this. West Ham are going down, or if, yeah. if not, they're going to be very close to getting and relegated. Arsenal, Arsenal are band. looking much better. They've got so Willian. He he was huge on the weekend. He's he's a good he's a good one to start talking about. He was he was excellent, excellent. And, and I think eight he's million. Going to continue and you know what? To do so. And he was he was on the free kicks and and the corners as well. I didn't know if he'd instantly be on that, but I'm low key wanting to look at getting him in as well. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, I was I was thinking about that too because he's playing basically on the right side, equivalent to Aubameyang, but yeah. he's also taking the free kicks. I'm going to give four him a million couple less. more weeks. You know, um, yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. I, I'll look at Arsenal's midfield. They there are a lot of opportunities to rotate. I feel if it's not yeah. Willian, it could be Reese Nelson, it could be Pepe, it could be Saka. You know, there are it could be Willock. Like there are a lot of players who kind of. Smith Rowe is coming through. Like that's that's mm. five players already who are kind of not really competing because I feel like Willian is is firmly number one. But he's old, right? You're going to have to be rotating. There's cup competitions. There's Europe. There's all of these things to figure to to consider. I do feel like he's a bit risky for me in terms of nailed down starter for the for the next 38 game weeks. Um, mm. one, but, one thing I will say. If you look at the minutes played last year from Chelsea, I think he was number two in that list. Oh well. So, so he's, yeah, he's I mean, got the legs. Mm. Like he's, he's got. He's, he, he's, he's getting on like a little bit, but he when he plays, he plays for a long time. You know. I think the one thing that made it pleasing for me is um, he was a, he was a free transfer for Arsenal. 
He came yep. in, he got three assists on his debut. Um, and he's he's meant to be one of the older players who's passing down that knowledge onto the onto the younger generation coming through. And sure, that's probably still the case, but to get three assists on your debut, to actually be performing at this level at his age, oh, I'm chuffed. I mean, he could even be for the next two years doing that. Like he looks, I think he's it feels like he's getting better that. as he goes yeah. on. Yeah, for sure. 100%. He's aging like a fine wine. So Southampton Spurs is next. And this for, is an interesting one. I think I, I agree. This is an interesting one. Spurs were poor. Both mm-hmm. teams lost. Um, yeah. But I feel like if there was going to be an upset, I feel like this is the fixture where Southampton could do something. I, I'm, I'm going for a draw, but I think this is 1 1 written all over it. But is, yeah, it, I was, was going to agree with you. Yeah, it has a draw written all over it. I just like this is I Danny Ings, Harry see. Kane both getting on the board, and yeah. that's it. I just can't see. Mourinho letting Spurs get away with the draw. So I think they're going to go all out. Um, I think Southampton are going to play excellent, but I just feel the extra quality that Spurs are going to be bringing to the table, I think they're going to literally just edge it. And it's going to be controversial, but it's going to, I, I'm, I'm calling a 2-1 to Spurs on that one. It might be like a really late goal so right at the end. It, it's, it's worth mentioning, I think... Uh, was it Bednarek who went off injured in the Southampton game? So mm. Harry Kane versus the the second string centre back for Southampton could be a little bit worrying. Definitely. Yeah. I also consider. think that I'm going to try. I'm going to I'm going to keep Son in for this fixture, and I'm not going to bring Fernandez against my better mm-hmm. judgment. And I just hope that for me, not making a rash, quick transfer in that way, that Son actually turns up. I think uh, I think they have to from that defeat against Everton. So, Son, I, I was I was I looked closely at Son, and I, I still am now. I feel like he's someone who dips in and out of games. He's a bit of an FPL king. You know, he's obviously obviously a midfielder. He's, he's a throughout <laughs> FPL king for sure. He does get that clean sheet bonus if, if you know if if there is a shutout. Um, but I was actually quite interested in Deli Ali, who yeah who plays. Yeah. Um, like he is, he's such a number ten. That he's almost second striker. Like he is so close to Harry Kane. When I was watching him, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like he, he's had a bit of a dip of form really over the last two seasons. Um, and he must do something right in training because I wouldn't be starting him every game like Mourinho does. But whenever he's mm. there, he's always in the right positions. And the one thing that makes me slightly nervous about Son is that if he does continue to drift that wide, you've almost got a Rashford on your hands where you've got an amazing player, but he's not at the top of the pitch. And that's always been the frustration for me choosing Rashford. You know, when you're balancing that between Martial, um, who is up all the time, he's had an amazing preseason. For me, mm-hmm. as I mentioned before, Danny Ings has already come out of my team. Martial's gone in. Has I, 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 he? I, oh, yeah. That, he oh, has. That's big. That's big. I, he has. I, I think it'll be challenging for the Golden Boot this season, Martial. I think he's done very well. But to get back to the. Get, get we could have point. a good. A good. Honestly, that's a great. That's a great move. Bringing in Martial. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's smart. smart. But I was I was looking at some variations. I'll listen to that. Pretty that's, much that's all of them the included Martial. I think Martial. Well, so, like, he gets better every season, and he's still young. He's twenty four. He's got a lot to learn. But every season I've watched him, especially last season, I was fascinated. You have got someone like Rashford who does drift out to the left, and he comes back a little bit deep, and he's so pacey he can get forward very very quickly. And you have got Bruno mm. Fernandez pushing on. I think for me, actually, the question about Man United, which I don't want to get away from, you know, next week's fixtures because we're you know that we're, we're moving through those now, but where does Donny Van der Beek fit in there? Because you got mm. him, Pogba, Fernandez, 
Matic, Fred. You've got five, Tom McTominay, who has been going from strength to strength. You've got six very, very good central players. And if you're looking at, you know, Fernandez, I think who will always be a cam, and you've got Van der Beek maybe alongside him. Does Pogba yeah, fit in the hole? I don't think you're not playing Van der Beek. I, I, I think... I, I think Pogba's going to struggle. Pogba's he struggled last sit- season, you know. I, I don't think he's going to struggle, but I don't think he's going to be an FPL turn-up this year. I think he's probably going to sit in and take more of that Mat- Matic role, and you're going to have Van de Beek and but um, does he fit Fernandez there? sitting is, in front. Is, is, is Pogba, I, is, is Pogba a, a central defensive midfielder? I feel like that's no, he's, he's not one of the best players in the world. Yeah, it, it totally is. Yeah. But why are you going out and buying Van de Beek if not to play him there as well? You know, you've you've just gone and spent a lot of money on on a player who what he's not going to play or he's going to play out of position. For sure. No, you're right. And this is why yeah. Game Week 2 is so interesting. And a lot of people are starting to lump on the likes of Fernandez, expecting him to, you know, I'm sure he will do what he did last season, which was phenomenal amounts of points mm-hmm. and penalties and free kicks and all the rest of it. But it does probably raise for me a bit of a question mark around, you've just spent £40 million on a player. Where's he going to play? Is he a bench player yep. that you want to reinforce the squad? Like, probably not. He's going to be someone who starts, but who do you take out of that equation? It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think... It is interesting, and and just to mention, I think it's a given. You need to get Fernandez in. Um, yep. I believe with the fixtures coming up, just how he plays and how United are, are they're going to play a lot better than they were last season. And and yet, especially coming up to, we don't know when the double game week is going to happen, but I'm going I'm, I'm going to assume that it's going to be on this side of the year, and you're going to want, you know, the best players from United and City. Um, and yep. it'd be interesting to um, I don't want to use my free hit on it that early in the season um, I'm going to try and wait out for my uh, wild card however it just got to make sense you know makes sense it'll, yeah yep. so next okay. Newcastle Brighton so I I actually think that Newcastle played quite well at the weekend I think they're going to have a better season than they did last. And I think they might even get into the top half this season. They're not going to get into the top half. But uh, do you know what? I, maybe I think they've looked better. Sure. St. Maximan okay. looks dangerous. Right bang in the middle. Wilson, Wilson and Carroll look like a decent partnership. I, no, you're I right. I think they've done you're okay. Right. I, I think, you know, I think it's going to be maybe 1-0, maybe 2-1. But I think they're probably going to take Brighton. Yeah, well, let's see. We don't know what Brighton's going to be like against Chelsea yet. Um, I'm looking forward to that game. Um, I literally can't wait. Uh, but yeah, at home, I think with with what we saw when they went away, um, I believe that um, yeah, Newcastle will take it as well. I think Jack, they were very reckon? good in game week one. Uh, they they completely deserved the victory. Great goal by Jeff Hendry, by the way. What a finish. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I do think we haven't seen Brighton yet. We are recording this on Monday evening before 8 yep. o'clock, the kickoff, or 8.30, whenever it is. Um I think Brighton have done very well in recruiting at the back. That's the one thing I'd say. They've got, I think they've, for, for me, they've got Lamptey, who was already there last season, done, done very well. They've got Veltman and Ben White ready to go. Mm. I feel the two of them are going to be, I mean, Ben White was excellent for Leeds. Leeds, but I think they put in a bid for 25 million and it was rejected. Like we're talking about wow. someone who's a young English player who, was, who, who got a team promoted, finished first place. If he shows the same sort of form like he did last year, and he's playing alongside Adam Webster and Lewis Dunk. There could be, I mean, for me, there, there could be a reason why you get a lot of shutouts. Um, 
I haven't got I think, Matt Ryan, which does scare me in my team because he was someone who yeah. was obviously him or McCarthy, what's it going to be? I ended up choosing McCarthy um, and I yeah, think that that, that was a mistake. Up. I think it was yeah. a mistake. I should have I should have stuck with Ryan. Um, yeah. I thought you did. I thought you were going to. Yeah. I was. But, and I, I said on, on the last pod I was going to do it. It got to the... Yeah. So I, was, I was debating between... Did you um, panic just like me? No. Do you know what it was? I was looking at Carl Walker Peters and I really liked the look of him. Um, yeah, same. That was a mistake. It, it, it got to a well. It got to a point where I thought I can afford Reese James, and I've taken a punt on him. And I did want to have two. I did not want to have two Southampton defenders, so I ended up going no. for a goalie because I, you know, they got a nice run of fixtures. I'm hoping they'll they'll come off. He was he was decent last season, McCarthy. He was up there with Pope in terms of points. Yeah, he's, he, he's not a bad goalkeeper, and you know, he'll, playing inside like Southampton, there'll be attempts, and he'll he'll make saves. You know. Yeah. Well, let's see. Tune in next week to see if there's going to be um any any more crying from jazz or myself or even jack <laughs> or me uh, well, look, about, I, I think yeah i think the we can say fairly like, certainly we don't know what how ryan's going to be like we don't know if brighton are going to be able to keep a clean sheet and and yeah it's going I, to I, th- be interesting. I think we can say with absolute certainty that all of the players that i've picked will not turn up next week so <laughs> Yes, and <laughs> don't, uh, don't what do like plays for our listeners to know not to bring in. Yeah, go on, <laughs> list them off. List them off. List list off my entire team. Yeah. Okay, so from back to front, I've got McCarthy. Um, hang on, who have I got? I've got McCarthy. I've got Trent Alexander-Arnold, Reese James, Kyle Walker-Peters. Uh, what's his name? Matt Doherty, Hyungmin Son, Mo Salah, Aubameyang. I've got Saka. Big mistake, Mitrovic and Wilson, and I've also got Dallas, who this who uh, this week came off the bench and got three points for me. I think Dallas is going to be an assist king, and I'm definitely keeping him in. So just to confirm for our listeners, do not have that team. You're going yeah, to you're going to fall flat. You're going to fall flat. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Chelsea versus Chelsea, Liverpool. Liverpool. The big one. There's a big one. Um, yeah. <sighs> Chelsea. For me, it's going to be Chelsea. I think there's going to, it's going to be a goal fest. I think it's going to be three two. I think Chelsea's um, defense is a lot better. I I do also think that Liverpool are going to score, uh, but I'm going to I'm going to say Chelsea, probably like a maybe even a four two to Chelsea. Wow, four two Chelsea, bloody hell! Um, I I think Liverpool have got this. I think they're going to win because I know. Do you? I, I do. I do. Okay. I, I I think that I think they're going to grind out results i feel like they, they did that very well last season they got a very very good defense um better than chelsea's must add um, do you think no you're taking the piss now you're taking the piss liverpool's defense is not better than chelsea's not they they literally have no maybe as attacking maybe but you know marcus alonso and i'm not going to name the others because i can't um they are <laughs> They are they are also very good at going forward, and I think uh, go, going forward, fantastic. But if you've got Chelsea, they've got Thiago Silva. He's he's a very good player. Actually, he's a very good player. I don't even want to talk about his age because for I think he's thirty five, but he mm. is incredible, in in great shape. It feels like he's getting better every year. To be honest, even at that age, um, you know, Liverpool have a better defense than Chelsea. There's the stats say it last season. The players are better. You got someone like the fullbacks are the best in the world. Alexander Arnold and, and Robertson. Yeah, yeah, again, very attacking. And we we literally saw against Leeds that you know they had no defense. Do you think that they're going to tighten up now playing against Chelsea? Is that what you're thinking? 
I think they will. I think Joe Gomez, I think, st- I, I, I think he's I think got a lot should. to learn. He's, he's still not the centre-back that Klopp wants, but he does have no. the best defender in the world right next to him. So I feel like mm. it's the perfect place to, to learn. Um, look, they won the season last, last year by a country mile. I don't think they'll do it yeah. again this year, but what it does, but to get to that stage, you've had to be able to learn how to not concede goals. They got one of the best goalkeepers in the world as well. Um, the one thing that we, we're still yet to see is Chelsea, which is why it's so exciting this evening. You know, that what is that? Ziyech, Pulisic, Havertz, Werner. We're not even talking about Abraham, who had a very, very good year last year. Like, this is yeah. an amazing, amazing squad um, yeah. who, could, who could trouble anyone. They might give the Champions League another go, I'm not sure. But I think in this game, um, you're still going to get Liverpool come on top. I think they are the best attack in the world, for sure. Be- be- best, best attacking team in the world. And a, and a, a very good defence as well. Even against City, I don't know, man. I think City have got the best attacking midfield. Um, Firmino, and, and Firmino, Mane and Salah, for me, are still, are still the best. Um, I, I, I tend I to agree. I, I, think, I think City's midfield is better than Liverpool's, but I think Liverpool's attack is stronger. I think, mm. uh, for sure, for sure. Uh, we can talk about right. that all day. Leicester, right. Leicester Burnley. Burnley. Uh, Burnley, another side who never who didn't play in game week one. This will be an interesting one. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how this turns out. I think Burnley, they were a fortress at the back, which is kind of surprising. It's not going to be the same this one, I don't it's, think. I don't I think, think it's going to be the same this week. It's going to be insane. I think, I think Leicester's going to get over them, but purely because they're at home, and I think it'll be close. I reckon it's either a 1-0 or a 2-1. I'm calling Leicester... Um, but, you know, it might be an upset. It might be. It could, it, do you know what? It's probably even going to be a nil-nil draw. So get them um, in midfield, get them in defence, and you, you're probably going to get a clean sheet. I can't see Burnley scoring too many goals in this, uh, but I can no, see no. them I can see them shutting out a lot. So yeah. it's either going to Part be a bus. narrow, I feel like it's going to be a narrow win for Leicester or it'll be a draw. Um, I'm going to go for a draw, 1-1. Um, I, I feel like... It's going to be a very, very tight game. Quite a boring one. Not one for the for the neutral. However, the next game, Aston Villa, Sheffield United, I feel like that will be a very... Well, one of the more exciting games of game week two. That'll be a big I one. tend to agree. I think I think Sheffield won't be, be as strong at the back of the season because they've, they've lost Henderson. And, you know, Ramsdale's not a bad keeper, but he's not as good as Henderson was last year. I think they've probably tailed off a little bit with their momentum having you know, progressed from the from the championship and got off to a flying start in the Premier League. I I think that Villa have done well to get um, Ollie Watkins in their side. I, do you know what? This might even be a Villa win. I think it's going to either be a draw or go Villa's way. Yeah, I mean, you got you can't forget Grealish and you can't forget Ollie Watkins as well. I think they will this thing, turn up. And also, Sheffield, you know what? I think the Sheffield what, are really, just really missing. happened at home. They've literally just well, conceded they're, they're, two against Wolves. Wolves they're missing a striker there, aren't they? Who, they who are. is, who is Sheffield's think, I think Sheffield's gonna, striker? Sheffield's going to struggle this season. But I don't think they're, they're going to have the same season of like uh, as of last. And yep. Honestly, I think Rilla, Rilla's going to do this one. I think Sheffield have missed out big time in the transfer window just gone. They they need a striker. You know, they, they should be looking at, at somebody, I don't know, like Tammy Abraham, lure him away from Chelsea because well, he's just not going to start there. Uh, Joshua King, like yeah, Josh King. Yeah. He he is well good enough to play for Sheffield. He he would relish that opportunity too, and he's, well, think, he's not that expensive. They they made some very strange signings. Sheffield United. They got Musay. 
Um, Oliver, I think Oliver McBurney cost twenty million. I mean, what oh, the that hell was no that all about? You know, it's a very, very strange set of transfers. Um, I do think that they overperformed last season. They are a good yeah. team. They're obviously losing still two yeah. nil um, against uh, against Wolves. Wolves, but but you are talking about a team who have been there. They they narrowly missed out on Europe. If we're really going to go that far, like they were very yeah. very good last season. Um, mm. I don't think they will. Uh, I don't They're think they'll really win this same. game. No, um, I equally don't think they'll lose. For me, it's um, it's going to be a draw. Interesting. Okay. okay. And Wolf City to round it up. Uh, it's let's. Do, do we even need to answer the question? No. Do you know what? With the, how Wolves have played um, against Sheffield right now, um, I think it's going to be a hard game for both teams and. Yeah, I don't. I think City will take it. Come on, it is City, mm. um, but it's not going to be a given. And I'm, I think they're going to put up a huge fight. Wolves are going to put up a huge fight, and and yeah, I, mean, I am going to call it for City, but I'm going to say that Wolves are going to play excellent, and they're probably going to deserve a point, but they're going to lose. Yep, that's fair. Jack, what do you reckon? I think yeah, no, I think I think City are going to win this one. I think interestingly as well, I think they're going to keep a clean sheet, <laughs> a clean sheet, which is something sweet. that they didn't sheet, uh, which is something that <laughs> they didn't let, let, really let's, let's do. Let's have Jim pronounce season. that. A keen, no, a clean no, sheet, no. a keen sheet, sheet, um, a sheet, a sheet, a clean sheet. Um, Jack, that was you <laughs> last last uh, last podcast. You know, oh jeez, um, <laughs> that was me. I, I can't even speak. What? I, what's going on? Clearly, no. I meant when you went in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear any toilet sounds this 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 one over. <laughs> but the one thing no I've been um, <laughs> firmly sat in the uh, in the living room. But the one thing that City didn't do last season was keep clean sheets and I do think that they will this time round and I think they'll kick, kick it off with um with not conceding against Wolves which will be a good precedent for how they want to um continue with the season. I am going to disagree with you. I'm going to say that, well, City are going to win the game. I think it might be 3-1 or 3-2. I'm still not convinced by City's defense, and I would not want to be Laporte or whoever whoever else is going to be out on that side, Mark and Traore. Interesting. And, uh, and for everyone that's listening, which again, it'll just be Jim, myself, listening back, uh, put your comments what are your thoughts and also join our FPL um, league you know we have our own league that you're welcome to join um, just yes. ask away put it in the comments Spotify Twitter YouTube yeah ask we are everywhere absolutely I think it's, again it's worth reiterating we are recording this on a Monday evening it's 25 to 8 and what we do have fortunately is the Chelsea and Brighton lineups, and it's probably worth finishing the podcast and actually just running through these yes. teams. Uh, yeah, because it's interesting, certainly for us, having a couple of players left to go in some cases, or maybe three or none. Um, I'll start with Chelsea. They have got um, Kepper in goal. I am very, very thankful to see that Reese James is starting at right back, yes. which is phenomenal. Uh, Centre back, they've got Zuma and Christensen, so no Rudiger. He's on the bench. Ooh, left back, left back is Alonso. Chilwell obviously still injured, but I'm sure that mm-hmm. will happen in in, in no time. Uh, Jorginho and Kante in the holding roles, and then you've got what looks like three in the middle. So you've got Ruben Loftus Cheek, which is a really, oh, please, I'm so happy about this. Please, pleases <laughs> me. Oh. 
pleases me tremendously. <laughs> what a player. Oh, oh so suck on that, Jim. Uh, just mention the forwards, Jack. Please mention the forwards. So, who's, who's starting? So three players left. You've also got Mason Mount, who I know will play in a number 10 role. Um, also you've interesting. Also... You sh- he's, he's, he's a great value to bring in and he's going to be starting, yeah. I'm he, surprised that he's starting, to be honest. He is starting. He's a very good player. Had a good season last year. He definitely deserves his place. And I was wrong mm. about this one. Um, <laughs> and it pays so me to say. Stoked. <laughs> but Kai Havertz does start. Number 29 for Chelsea. He is in the number. Uh, he's, he's playing what looks like a left wing position. But inevitably, he'll be cutting inside behind Timo Werner, number 11, who yeah. is playing right at the top of the pitch. Uh, we all thought that would happen. I think this is fascinating. Aspilicueta is a sub. And he's the club captain. I don't know whether that sets a precedent for where he'll be for the remainder of the I, season. I think he's past yeah. it. But he's, he's, he's clearly he's done on the substitutes bench. Frank um, Lampard, he's, he's looking to play a different type of football. He's looking to be more attacking. Like, don't get me wrong, Aspilicueta, he's been a great, great player to have at the club. He's a great influence on the younger players, all of that. But he doesn't have the same legs as Reese James. He doesn't have the same attacking style and the, the flair. I think that Lampard's just trying to look at, uh, look to move in a different direction. For sure. No, I agree with that. And just to complete the bench, obviously, Rudiger, we've mentioned. Ross Barkley's there, Tammy Abraham, uh, Willy Caballero, uh, Giroud, um, Hotter Doy, who um, should be getting more games, and of course, Aspilicueta. Um, and we cannot forget Brighton. They've got Matt Ryan in goal. Uh, what's looking like a five They've at the back? They've gone for a three a three four three. I, I think it, it looks like it for sure. They've they've got Dunk, Webster, and White in the middle. I think that is a really really strong centre back. That is th- three oh, in there. Um, you've That's got Lam- for sure. You've got Lamptey on the left. Um, I'm guessing it's Alzate on the left. Uh, sorry, Lamptey on the right. Alzate on the left. In the middle of the park, Basuma, mm-hmm. um, Lalan is there as well. And then I don't really know where. Um, Solly March is going to fit in but he's in a starting 11 and then you've got Trossard and Morpé as well which is a really really strong Brighton team I, I don't think they'll turn over Chelsea but it doesn't so, make me fear for their relegation I feel like they'll have a, no. they, they, I think they finished 15th last season Yeah, I think they'll be very, they'll be okay. very comfortable they'll be better this, this time they'll be really? looking between 12th and 14th maybe definitely I mean this yeah. this could be the revival of Adam Lallana who's been quiet honestly I, I think he's going to be Adam. huge this season yeah. yeah, I think he um, will be. And on the so bench, yeah. it's worth finishing off. They've Dale Stevens, um, Aaron Connolly, Pascal Gross is there. Um, Johan Batch. They've got Jason Steele in goal. Dan Byrne, who was uh, a regular at left back last season, and new mm-hmm. signing Beltman, who is number thirty-four on the bench. Surprised he's not playing. Yeah, it is for me too. Too early to see where he's going to fit. He can mm-hmm, play yeah. centre back or right back. Um, mm-hmm. For now, he's on the bench. We'll see how he gets I on. I can't wait for this game. And, uh, yeah, honestly. And yeah, on that note, I'm so, uh, going to prepare for it. <laughs> yep. Don't forget to follow us on all the socials. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at FPLFAF. And if you did want to join our fantasy league, you can do so with the league code DKSORK. That's DKSORK. If you want to feel good about yourself and watch your, your points go higher than mine if That's you want to tell me tell That's me about given. it in the in the comments <laughs> you know drop us a message on instagram twitter Please, or whatever everyone join just so you can beat jazz it's going to be great he's going to try his best to be in the top three it's not going to happen so it's please. definitely not going to happen 
Feel good about yourself. Join our fantasy league <laughs> at FBL Faf and DKSORK. Thank you very much. Right. Cheers, guys. See you next guys, week. Guys, it's been good. Later. See you next week. Bye.